Right, this morning, if you will take your Bibles and let's turn to Romans chapter number 13. Romans chapter number 13. We're into the second message on why serve God now. We began last week asking that question. There's one thing that life teaches us is that no matter who we are or what we do, we all are going to run out of time one of these days. Our time on this earth comes to an end. I remember as a carefree child, I never wanted a day to end, except when my dad would give us responsibilities and say, you boys, I want you to do this while I'm gone. When I get home, I'm expected to be done. And if we didn't have it done, we didn't want to see that paint truck drive up the driveway. And uh, we knew that time was running out for us. On the other hand, I remember sitting in the dentist chair while he was drilling some cavity in my, in my teeth, and, and uh, it seemed like it would never end. Some of you have been there before. It's like, uh, is he ever going to get done? And of course he would. But we're living in a world where almost everything seems like a race against time, and it's getting more so that way, isn't it? I mean, there's all that hustle and bustle, and we're getting to that time of year here, the end of the year, when it gets around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Man, it gets busy. And uh, folks have very little patience. Um, I know the traffic out there on Blanding Boulevard gets more dangerous because many folks are racing against time. They haven't given given themselves enough time to get to where they need to get, and they're, they're, they're trying to beat the clock. When I worked in accounting, my, my life was full of government-imposed deadlines, deadlines also that were imposed by my clients. Everything was about time running out. Uh, it's hard to believe that football season is back on us. I, I can't believe that we're already seeing those. Where, that, where did this world? Where, where did this time go this year? You know, where did where did where did this year go? But uh, football's back, and uh, every team. Was going to be racing against time that's going to be running out on them. Here in Romans chapter number uh, 12, let me, excuse me, Romans chapter number 13, excuse me, Romans 13, I want us to take a look at a few verses here. Look at verse number 11. And he talks about time. He says, And that knowing the time, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. He's talking to some believers here in the Roman church. He says, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. So what, what Paul's essentially saying is that you, you know what time it is, and, and you know how, how short the time is. Well, there's some things you ought to do in light of that. Paul wrote in Ephesians 5.16 that we as believers in Christ are to redeem the time because the days are evil. And we know that's the case, don't we? We know that Paul also wrote in Colossians 4, verse 5, that we as believers are to walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Even in the Old Testament, though, the psalmist in Psalm 90, verse number 12, 
teaches us that, hey, uh, we need to think about this matter of time. He says, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Makes sense, doesn't it? You've got a limited amount of time, and you don't know when your time's going to run out. None of us do. You go out to the graveyard, there's all kinds of sizes of graves. Time run at, ran out for some of them a lot quicker than others. Uh, thank God for those, God, the ones that God has given a long life, that they were able to serve Him. But we know that time is running out on each of us, the time that we have left in this world, and that's going to eventually run out for us individually. Amen? A couple of things here I want us to understand. That why serve God now? And, and basically we'll be taking a look at because time is running out. First of all, time is running out for self-examination. You know that the Lord wants us to examine ourselves on a continual basis. The Bible has a lot to say about self-examination. How are things between us and God? Is our heart right with God? The Lord wants us to think about these things. In fact, there's all kinds of passages I'm going to share with you. I'm not going to ask you to turn to them. I'm just going to quote them for you. Psalm 26 and verse number 2, the psalmist said there, he said, examine me. O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins in my heart. I wonder, would we invite the Lord to examine us? Is our life such that we would invite Him to examine us in that way? Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, and this morning when we get done with this message, we'll be singing a, a uh, song that comes from this passage. It says, Search me, O God. And know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now, David was wise in doing a continual examination of himself. And we would be wise to do that also. In fact, the Apostle Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, he says, examine yourselves whether you be in the faith Prove your own selves. And he was talking to a church there. He said, you know, it's, it's of utmost importance that you know that you're saved. You, may, you should know that you know that you're saved. And he told them to examine themselves and make sure that they were, uh, they were okay between them and God. The psalmist also said in Psalm 119, verse 59, he says, I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. And see, I'm inviting you this morning to, to think on your ways. And uh, the Lord is wanting uh, to turn us to His testimonies, turn us to His ways. Lamentations 3, and verse number 40. The children of Israel had been carried away into captivity. Things were not going too well for them. They had been disobedient to the Lord. The Lord told them the captivity was going to come. And uh, they, they failed to listen to the prophet Jeremiah whenever Jeremiah tried to prophesy to them. Uh, and that prophecy is written in the book of Jeremiah. But as they were carried away into captivity, uh, things got really rough for them in captivity. And in Lamentations 3 verse 40, Jeremiah said, Let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. And you know, the, the Lord advises us to do that at any time. I, I'm, I thank God that the times that I have strayed away from the, Him, the Lord has invited me to come back to Him. 
And I was able to turn again to the Lord. What a blessing to have the forgiveness of God and to have our blood covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. In Haggai chapter number 1, verses 5 and 7, the Lord told His people there in two places, consider your ways. Consider your ways. And that's what the Lord is asking for us to do today. Consider our ways. And, uh, uh, you know, even we as believers are invited to examine ourselves. In fact, um, anytime that you are with us and we're partaking of the Lord's table, which is normally on, in a Sunday evening service, and when we do that, but we talk about uh, what Paul says in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-eight. He says, but let a man examine himself. In other words, uh, when we come together for the Lord's table to remember of His uh, broken body for us and His shed blood for us, it is a time for us to think about what does the Lord want in our life. It's time for us to examine ourselves and see if things need to be gotten right between us and Him. Because He goes on to say in 1 Corinthians eleven thirty-one, for if we would judge ourselves... We should not be judged. In fact, he, he told the Corinthian church that some of the reason they were having some of the issues that they were having, uh, some people were sick, some people uh, had even died, uh, it was because they, they were not uh, like they should be whenever they were coming to the Lord's table. Now, let's understand that time is running out and it's too late to examine ourselves after death. You know, we're to examine ourselves now because it's too late once death comes our way and it's too late to examine ourselves really after Jesus comes. In fact, as we look toward the Lord Jesus Christ coming and in recent days we brought some messages about that glorious event that's going to happen one day. First uh, John 3, 3 says, Every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he, he, as he is pure. In other words, if we, if we keep our mind on the fact that, hey, listen, you know, my time on earth could end at any time. It could end by way of death. It could be end by way of the Lord Jesus Christ coming back. I want to be at a right standing with Him when He comes. So time is running out for self-examination. Number two, time is running out for sacrifice. We talked a few Sunday nights ago when we were in Romans chapter number 12, we talked about a matter of sacrifice. I thank the Lord that uh, Jesus cared enough for us um, that He came and sacrificed Himself on our behalf. God loved us so much in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. In fact, that's what it says in Romans chapter number 5, verses 6 through 8. So, for when we were yet without strength... In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. And listen, we were all ungodly when we were born into this world. So for scarcely for a righteous man would one die, yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God committed His love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. What a wonderful truth. And John 15 Jesus proclaimed in verse 13 and 14, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. That was before 
Jesus went to the cross. And he wanted the disciples to understand that his going to the cross was going to come. But it was necessary because he needed to lay his life down for them. Because they could have no salvation apart from his shed blood. And he said, there ye are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. So Jesus sacrificed his life for us. And once we're saved, Jesus desires us to present our bodies a living sacrifice to Him. And we, I'm not going to belabor the point of what we saw in Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, but, but I just want to mention Paul called it our reasonable service to give of ourselves a living sacrifice unto the Lord. Listen, it's almost too late for us to sacrifice to the Lord. We need to be busy serving the Lord. When the trumpet sounds it'll be too late to sacrifice for Him then. The time for sacrifice will be over. As we ascend upward in the rapture, sacrifice will be over. And listen, in, in the grave, there, there can be no sacrifice. We are all one step closer to the grave today than we were yesterday. And, that, and that's why Paul says, and knowing the time, we ought to know the time. We ought to know we've got a limited amount of it. Time's running out. And if we're going to do something for God, we must do so today because we may not may not be able to do it tomorrow James chapter number 4 verse 14 tells us something that we know but a lot of times we put it on the back burner and we don't think about it you know how many of us know how much time we got left any of us we don't do we it says with James 4 14 whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. I know when I was growing up, you know, it just seemed like I uh, uh, had plenty of time. Here I am getting to the, toward the sunset of life. In my, I'm 66 years old, which is a, uh, it may seem, well, you got plenty of years left. My dad passed away at 70 years old. And you know, the closer I get to his home going, you know, you, you become more aware of your own home going. And uh, I, I thank God that I am ready to, to go should the Lord call me home. It's, it's up to Him because no matter how long this life is, it's still just a vapor. It's still just a, a, a short time. And, and we need to realize that Jesus gave His all for us. And what are we giving for Him? All too soon, it will be too late to give him anything. And uh, on the same note, not only time is running out for self-examination, the time is running out for sacrifice, but time is running out for service. You know that God wants everyone that knows him to serve him. Now, Ephesians chapter number 2, uh, Paul was writing to the church at Ephesus, and he was reminding them that it's by grace that we're saved through faith. In Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9, he said, For by grace are you saved through faith, that I know of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I do what I do not to get salvation, but I do what I do because I am saved. Amen. The Lord saved me, and I realize that what it says in Ephesians 2, 10, it says that we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Now, again, he was talking to a church. People who had trusted Christ, he said, you know, uh, God's ordained that all of us are to 
to walk in good works. He, we, are, we are Christ's workmanship, and He's ordained that we should walk in those things. So God wants everyone that knows Him to serve Him. You know that God has a purpose for every person He saves. You know, a lot of times we think, yeah, well, uh, preacher, God has a purpose for your life, and I'm not sure He's got one for my life. He does. I can assure you He does. God's got something He wants you to do for Him. And listen, the king's business requires haste. Ecclesiastes 9, verse number 10 says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave, whether thou goest. And 1 Corinthians 3.13 says that one of these days every man's work shall be made manifest. Talking about the judgment seat of Christ, says where well, the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the tri- fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. There was a missionary that put it this way, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. You know, God has a purpose and we need to find God's purpose for our life and get busy doing it. God is calling each of us that know Him into service for Him and time is running out for that service. The last thing I want to share with you this morning, very uh, short message I know this morning, but time is running out for salvation. When we think about why should we serve God now as believers. I just imagine there are probably each of us have some friends or family that do not know the Lord. You know that there's a limited time for them to come to know Him. A lot of times we act like they've got all the time in the world, but people need the Lord. And Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 6 2, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. In fact, Isaiah 55 verse 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while He may be found. Call ye upon Him while He is near. And the Lord invites us to come. If you don't know the Lord, don't lose this opportunity to be saved today. When we think about folks in Scripture, we know that there were two thieves that were uh, hanging beside the Lord Jesus Christ as He hung on the cross to sacrifice His life for us, to pay the ultimate price for our sins. One of those thieves came to know Jesus. And the Lord told him, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. The other man in the same predicament, in the same uh, he was guilty of the same crime. He was in the same position that he was about to lose his life. He did not come to know Jesus. Time ran out for him. He refused to uh, look to the Savior for salvation. When we look at the story that the Lord Jesus told in, in Luke's Gospel of the rich man in Lazarus, there's really... Uh, some folks think it's a parable, but it's actually a story that Jesus told of, of folks who really uh, he knew. talks about the rich man and Lazarus. Time ran out for the rich man. Time ran out for Lazarus, but Lazarus knew the Lord. He went home to be with 
the Lord Jesus. And we know that to the, the rich man, his eyes opened in a place that he was not looking for. He lifted up his eyes being in torment. He needed to have come to know the Lord before he left this earth, but he failed to do that. What we think about people that were close to Jesus, like Judas Iscariot. One of Jesus' own disciples did not truly know Jesus. That's hard to fathom, isn't it? When you think about Judas Iscariot, um, he had the opportunity to watch the Lord Jesus Christ and be close to the Lord Jesus Christ, and yet he did not, uh, he did not receive the Lord Jesus Christ as a Savior. Think about how sad. It kind of reminds me of folks that might come to church week in and week out, year in and year out, and be close to the things of the Lord, but, but yet not know the Lord. So let me ask this morning, do you know Him? Don't let your eyes awake in eternity and realize too late that the, the clock has expired and you weren't ready because time is running out for those who need to get saved. Please don't let, let that happen to you. Time is running out for loved ones. You know, I don't imagine there's anyone in here this morning if you've got loved ones that don't know the Lord, uh, you want what's best for your loved one. You want them to know Christ. You want them to go to heaven when they die. Time is running out for us to get the gospel to them and for them to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus. And time is running out for the rest of this lost world. I looked it up that the population on planet Earth is approaching 8 billion. In fact, they're estimating it will be 8 billion on November 15th. How they figure all that out, I don't know. There's an actual clock that runs showing you the population total. I don't know how accurate it is. But think about it. 8 billion people on planet Earth. Um, that's a lot of folks. You know that by and large, uh, uh, folks are not saved. They don't know the Lord. In fact, there's, uh, there's estimated to be over 2 billion people that have never heard the name of Jesus. That's hard to believe in the, in the day and time in which we live. You think about the, the ways that we can get out the gospel. I'm amazed that um, the messages from, the, from this pulpit go out all over the world through our website. Um, we have folks this year in 89 different countries that have listened to messages. 49 of the states. Uh, you couldn't do that during Paul's day. You had to physically go somewhere to actually be able to share with somebody. But you think about the printed word that we have. Though, no doubt, um, most of us in here own a copy of the Word of God. Many of us maybe own more than, more than one copy. I got multiple copies just in my office. I got copies sticking all over the place in the pocket of the car. A lot of times I'm carrying one on my person. Um, but that's the time we live in. Back during Paul's day, they had to write it out by hand. They didn't, they didn't have the ability to have uh, the Word of God like we do. But listen, to whom much is given, much shall be required. We, we, these are some extraordinary times that we live in. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that we live in this time. 
I'm glad that we're living in the days just before the Lord comes back. I'm glad that we have uh, the things that we have and that we're able to access um, the things that we do. What a blessing that is. But listen, time is running out. Even though we've got all all of these resources that we have to be able to get things uh, in folks' hands, time is running out. I wonder this morning, do you know the Lord? If not, come to Him today. And if you do know the Lord, why should you serve God now? Well, because time's running out. It's running out for self-examination, running out for sacrifice, running out for service, and running out for the salvation of those that we know and love. Let's bow in prayer. Father, we thank You this morning.